the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. You know you are successful as a marketer when you birth a slogan that becomes part of common parlance. Back in the 1980s, there was a deodorant. I don't even know if it still exists. Dry idea. Can you go to the store and buy dry idea? Well, not now, because if you could, there probably are shipping containers full of dry idea waiting to be unloaded at the Long Beach and Los Angeles ports. But while dry idea may or may not still be around, its marketing phrase is around. And I think will be around for a long, long time because it's been around for the better part of 30-plus years. And that marketing phrase was, never let them see you sweat. We see... School board incumbents and education royalty around the country sweating. They're sweating right now. They're panicking right now because we are less than a week away from what I hope will be, not just here locally, but throughout Ohio and nationally, a groundswell, an extreme school board makeover of candidates inspired to run By things they found out during the pandemic. I have felt for a long time that while the pandemic did a lot of bad things, it also perhaps four, five, ten years down the road, we'll look back on and go, the irony of the pandemic is that while all the liberals masked up, figuratively, it unmasked. What was really going on in America? What was going on in American politics? With Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, AOC, Ilhan Omar and others. It unmasked our schools. It unmasked academia. It unmasked the left, which I can't say that I blame them after quietly, shh, don't tell anybody, investing 50 years or more in radically redoing all the formative aspects of American society, media, academia, politics, entertainment. Finally, after 50 years, they get tired of holding their water and they won the election. However, they were able to do it. Lots of mail-in voting, lots of ballot harvesting, lots of Mark Zuckerberg investment of hundreds of millions of dollars to get out the vote. And that's the best characterization I can give of it. They finally just went, oh, 
and all their wokeism is there for all of us to see. And, and we saw it. We woke up. And we said, hey, we don't like that. We're not going to put up with that. And moms around the country decided to run for school board. And voters across the country started to stand up and say, no, not anymore. And while they thought they could get away with it because they've certainly crushed the opposition, they thought. They thought first they did so with Obama's election that the left was absolutely positively certain it would never lose another presidential election. And then, whoops, here came Donald Trump down the escalator. (laughs) But now with Joe Biden, I don't blame him for thinking, you know, if we can get this doddering old fool elected president, shows our power is unassailable. Let's just brandish it, not just in Washington not just in the state houses of America, but in our local schools. And so the mask came off, critical race theory, mask came off, comprehensive sex education, mask came off, social emotional learning. But good people woke up. I've told you about some of them. We meet another one today. Her name is Diana Rigby. She's running for school board in Dublin. Ah, Dublin. Ah, Diana Rigby. Ah, you heard about her last night on 10 TV. Her and a like-minded ideologically aligned candidate named Sherry Stryker. You heard about them. Not in a flattering way. Oh, no, 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 no. On Channel 10 last night, they played a story. Again, uh, Channel 10 News. So we're looking for something that's news. We're looking for something that's news is something illegal. News is something unethical. News is something that is outside the realm of allowability. So what did Diana Rigby and Sherry Stryker, candidates in the Dublin Board of Education election, do? Well, they got more money raised by their advocates for their campaign than any of the six other candidates in the campaign. And a big chunk of the money that they have raised came from one donor, $10,000 each. And 10TV, and really the people who running against Diana Rigby and Sherry Stryker. Don't like this. They don't like it at all. Diana Rigby and Sherry Stryker did not break the law. Diana Rigby and Sherry Stryker did not try to hide it on their disclosure form. Diana Rigby and Sherry Stryker don't make any bones about the fact that, yeah. Darby Everhart gave us $10,000 each to run for school board. Every day my colleague Alan Rogers brings me in a stack of things mailed to his house. For elections. Nice, colorful, bold, cardboard, mailers, detailed, laid out. Are those free? Are those free to produce? No, they are not. Have you seen yard signs all over central Ohio? Are those free? No, they are not. Yes, you need money to run a campaign. Yes, there are rules to run a campaign. And yes, you have to file financial disclosure forms. Did Diana Rigby and Sherry Stryker do that? Yes, they did. They violate the law? No, they did not. What they did was they did what you have to do legally to run for school board. They just did it better than everybody else. So I understand why the left is against them. I understand why the other six Dublin school board candidates are against them. Because we cannot have school board candidates elected via meritocracy of doing campaigning better than anyone else because we don't want ideas like meritocracy to spread in the Dublin schools. Of course not. That would be dangerous. That would undermine 
our effort to give everyone an equal outcome, not just an equal opportunity of a great education. That is why. Channel 10 started this report last night on the campaign finances, the legal, allowable campaign finance reports of Diana Rigby and Sherry Stryker by saying, it's not just Halloween that's scary in Dublin, it's a $10,000 donation to each candidate that's scary. What's scary about it, that your woke preferred candidates might lose? One of the incumbent candidates on the Dublin board, well, I don't know if he's an incumbent or not, but his name is Dr. Ted Sun. Dr. Ted Sun has raised zero dollars. Ah, I have him confused with Lynn May and Rick Weininger. They are current Dublin school board members. They've raised zero dollars for their campaign. Now, is that a noble way to run for school board? Well, I suppose it is noble if you enter the race believing no one knows what we're doing in these schools. Nobody knows we hired John Marshhausen from Hilliard, who's captured on a Zoom call on protectohiochildren.net, disparaging parents. They'll believe us when we tell them that John Marshhausen is the guy we've wanted all along, and he's not about any of that woke stuff. I had a parent in Dublin say, oh, you know, I was worried about the CRT, and then I met with John Marshhausen, and He's not about that. I'm like, oh, really? He's not? He's not? How about you go to the website, protectohiochildren.net, and you log on to the school interactive map and look up Hilliard because that's where John Marshhausen came from, and you'll find three videos of Josh Marshhausen disparaging parents. Oh, the problem we have here, and I'm paraphrasing, the problem we have here is these parents get involved. And <laughs> John Marshhausen and his ilk are very good. Paul Imhoff, Upper Arlington, very good. Olin Tangy, Hilliard, very good at telling you exactly what you need to hear to get out of my office now. Go away, concerned parent. Nothing to see here. That's what they're good at. But they're not good at not sweating now that their destructive ways toward kids have been exposed. They're not good at that because they're panicked. They're worried. They're worried in Virginia where... Glenn Youngkin has rallied from way off the pace. You'd not be in the race at all. Terry McAuliffe, who's as awkward a candidate as he is a dancer, has to call in reinforcements from every minority face he can find, and then he gets shamed into having Joe Biden come because it's really making the president look bad when he's like 10 miles away from where you are, Terry, and you don't want him here because he's toxic to your campaign. Uh, Terry McAuliffe got outvoted on that one. Hopefully he'll get outvoted on Tuesday, and Glenn Youngkin will be the next governor of the state of Virginia. And hopefully, in our local school board races, you'll be voting in Dublin for Sherry Stryker and Diana Rigby, and in Jonathan Alder for Erica Detweiler and Sonia Walker, and in Olin Tangy for Jen Foyt and Felicia Castle, and in Upper Arlington for Liz Easton, and a candidate that I'll identify as I continue to vet them. And I'm going to make it my goal here by Tuesday to survey all the races, network talk, investigate, and find out who you should be voting for because this is how we start to undo what's been done for the last 50 years. This is how we do it. We do it legally. We do it morally. We do it via the vote. So you'll hear from Diana Rigby at 1133 today. And while there was a story on 10TV last night about Diana Rigby and Sherry Stryker and their completely allowable and legal campaign financing efforts, 
you know what story is not on the 10TV website anymore that I lauded last week? You'll be surprised to find out, or maybe not, next on The Bruce Hooley Show. Welcome in, Thursday edition, Bruce Hooley Show. Something stinks around here. Aaron, you are the only person who hasn't complained to me about the, uh, apparently, malodorous smell of gasoline in the hallways here at the Palatial 98.9 FM, The Answer Studios. Do you smell it? No, I'm not in on that. I don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what I'm talking about. Okay, well, it must have abated since I came into the office. I had a gas can uh, leak a little bit in the trunk of my car. I put my backpack in the car, brought my backpack into the office. I didn't think anything of it. I'm used to it. And people were like, I smell gas. I smell gas. The head honcho around here took my backpack, unbeknownst to me, and moved it to a far office where I had to track it down to find show prep today. So, wow. Something stinks around here, and it's me. Something <laughs> also stinks at 10 TV. Now, look, I have had a friendly relationship with many people at 10 TV over the years. In fact, a couple of my best friends worked at 10 TV. I've had a family member work at 10 TV. And I worked, of you, as many of you know, at their parent company uh, for uh, five years or so. So I don't have an issue with 10TV. In fact, if you go to my Twitter feed last week, you will find me extolling the virtues of 10TV. Remember I did a piece here on this air and played the audio from a story quoting five Upper Arlington students. Actual, living, breathing, brave, courageous Upper Arlington students who went on camera. Now, their faces weren't on camera because, you know, that was, I think, a good move by 10TV, not to identify them explicitly, but obviously the kids at Upper Arlington knew who they were. You could tell by their voices, their clothing, whatever. And the students were just saying, hey, look, you know, the administration at Upper Arlington High School says that everybody over here is happy with the bathroom situation where we don't have boys' restrooms, we don't have girls' restrooms, or at least not a preponderance of them. We have instead gender-neutral bathrooms, which means that boys and girls can use the same bathrooms. Yes, a freshman girl. Remember when you were a freshman? You're looking over your shoulder. You're not very secure. Senior boy, big man on campus, confident. Doesn't have to be a bad guy. Doesn't have to be a bully. He's just very confident. That's that's intimidating. Similarly, a freshman boy. Maybe in the throes of acne, a little awkward, just wants to fit in, doesn't want to stand out, goes in the bathroom, a couple of girls in there together, and they start giggling. And maybe they're giggling about a funny joke that they shared that has nothing to do with that boy, but the boy is insecure, and it just, well, it detracts from his day, and it's damaging to his self-esteem. Those are two scenarios that are the kindest possible scenarios outlining the lunacy of having boys and girls in the same bathroom. I don't need to delve into X-rated territory to outline other possible scenarios. And some of those possible scenarios were outlined by the students who said, this is the kind of stuff that's going on in the bathrooms. And we have, you know, personal, private, biological, bodily processes going on that we'd rather not the opposite sex have access to or see evidence of. And so it was a very well done story. It was not... Uh, it did not even name an administrator, I don't think. So I lauded 10TV about that story. 
Now you will not find that story on the 10TV website. You will not find that story on 10TV's YouTube channel. You will not find that story from 10TV, its original story. But it's out there. You can Google 10TV Upper Arlington students' bathrooms. I found ample retelling of the story, and this is why you find ample retelling of the story, because it was a well-done, well-reported story. And it's pretty much, I think, I think this one story that I found, I think what it does is it just repeated somebody's script who did it on the air. Now, why would that story vanish off 10TV's website? Why would I get 404 page not found when I uh, click on the link that used to provide access to that story? Why would I go to YouTube and get uh, video not available when I put that click on the very link that was cited for attribution reasons in the retelling of the story by 10TV. Why would I get that? Who in Upper Arlington has enough power to call 10TV and complain about a bathroom story that was perfectly well done, perfectly fairly reported? Who has the gravitas to get that story axed from the website? I just went to the 10TV website, and I put in Upper Arlington Bathrooms, and I get Upper Arlington Community Gets First Look at New High School. 61 cats removed from Upper Arlington Home due to poor living. Masks required for students in grades K through 8. Strongly recommend. But I don't get the story about the... Students from Upper Arlington. So 10TV got some pushback from somebody in UA who didn't like their school being accurately portrayed, showing their administration to be lawless because gender-neutral bathrooms violate state building code, to be fiscally irresponsible, spending hundreds of thousands of dollars to fight citizens who went to the school board and protested the very thing those students were protesting, which was gender-neutral bathrooms. Somebody at Upper Arlington got that story removed from the 10TV website. I placed a call to 10TV. I left a message for their news director. I'm hoping to hear back. And if I do hear back, I will let you know why. Now, it is possible, I will say, that maybe one of the students was uh, attacked verbally or worse. Over that, and maybe the parent requested that the story be taken down. I'm open to any possibility. But I just find it odd that that story was up and it was one that, to my knowledge, had no inaccuracies in it. Pretty hard to be inaccurate when you actually have the kids on camera talking, telling people what it's like when boys and girls can use the same restroom. But it's not there anymore. Thankfully, this issue remains in the forefront, and we'll talk to a school board candidate in Dublin. Diana Rigby, next. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.